Oh no. Oh no. Hello? The hell? Hey, hey! That oh. one guy, Chanson. Hey, it's Phoenix. Well, Ghost of Phoenix. And Adam, you interrupted my videos a couple of episodes ago. It's true. It's absolutely true. All of it. Hey, I guess we're supposed to review Between Worlds. Ugh. Luckily, we all watched it. What are the odds? <laughs> oh. I don't know where to begin. Anybody uh, want to start with <laughs> this fucking movie? Uh, <sighs> uh, yeah. This is B-Movie Battle episode something something. Nick Cage 26. cast. Oh, B movie battle forty seven. Nick Cage cast twenty six for Between ah. Worlds from twenty eighteen. We're gonna talk about Nick Cage and the Nick Cage movie. So first, we'll talk about the movie, then we'll talk about Nick Cage afterward. And we'll have a little bit in between. Peppered in sprinkles. I say pepper down like pepper, but it's going to look like cocaine, clearly. <laughs> you just, saw. just just straight up crack. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he smokes before he shoots. He <laughs> smokes Nicolas Cage blood. I think it'd be easier to list the things he doesn't smoke. Dried up Nicolas Cage blood with a little bit of tiger blood that he got from, uh, what's his name? Carol Baskin? Yeah, no, not Carol Baskin. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie Sheen yeah. stole him some dry tiger blood. Who's crazier, Charlie Sheen or Nick Cage? It can really I don't know, but I don't. I, I think it's criminal that we haven't gotten both of those guys in a movie yet. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, you I can get John fucking Travolta and Nick Cage together, but you can't get or Travolta <laughs> and Christian Slater. You get those two together. Oh, oof, man. We can't get a Sheen Cage max mix up at this day and age too. Like seriously, what is what is Sheen up to these days? Recovery? I don't know. <laughs> Just I don't assuming. So. I don't think fifteenth so. bout of rehab. I don't know. The last I heard, he had AIDS. The tiger blood keeps him alive. AIDS. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. Okay, so between worlds, I I would guess at the premise if I had to. Let's say it starts off with a girl in icy water and another girl in icy water. And it apparently has nothing to do with our movie at first, because then we just cut the cage in a truck. Well, I mean, it was a full full five minute opening yeah. credit sequence too. So like, we just had to eat up some time before we and get then to eat the content. Time after the movie too, where they're like, "Oh, it's not ninety minutes." Throwing a random scene, yeah, flashback most at the end of the movie, ridiculous clip that had no bearing. Usually, you want your scene where you they describe the main character. And kind of provide their backstory. You want that toward the beginning, <laughs> yeah. in the first act. But this Gotta one is little, after our story's wrapped up. It's like, oh, here's what happened to him when he's a kid. Right. We need a little bit of plot creation. You know, usually in the in the beginning stages of the movie. The opening sequence is the most interesting part of the movie, and it That's almost weird. has nothing to do with the movie. Just barely, like it. it you know, it, it's yeah, it's a I thing. Were, but it's we were talking beforehand. And we 
I was alarmed when I found out it was directed by a woman. You see her name right there. What is it? I can't read it from here. It is Mar Maria, Maria Polera. That's Written alarm. and directed by Maria Polera. Because click on her name right now. You'll see that she also directed this and like some other like Hallmark-looking movie. Because this feels Falsely like a, a rated R Hallmark. Rated R. It, it felt like the worst setup for a soft porno that I've ever seen. Or the most elaborate setup for a soft porno, I should say. I don't want to say porno. I want to say like incest fantasy. Yeah. Those kind uh, definitely of a Skinamax flick for sure. Something funky. Yeah. It's, it looks like someone went, let's write a stepdaughter porn. Only <laughs> we don't have any sex. We cut that part out. Europe gets that. Because uh, it really is just him banging the mom and banging the daughter. I'm amazed they don't have a three-way. They'll probably cut that out. This Oof. girl, we should probably set up the premise before we start showing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, jump in the gut. I just want to get to the picks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick Cage is sitting in his truck. He's on a phone. He's on the phone. He's wearing a trucker hat as terrible long hair wig, um, and he's eating obnoxiously into the into the camera. And then but, he's like, "I don't have any money." Yeah. Are we Are we sure that it's a wig? I, I think that's his hair, man. I think he's that's got, his hair. He's done movies around this with shorter hair. You really? Yeah. Huh. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. He has wigs in all his movies for the most part. I feel even though it looks ridiculous, I feel like this is probably the closest representation of his true personality in the character form. <laughs> Does that make sense? I think that's what we want to think, but when you see interviews with him, he's one of those guys that uses a lot of big words and talks about like art history, and you're like is this real? Is this really who you are? Right. You shouldn't be able to pull this from your Rolodex this quickly and easily <laughs> if this if you're really the sophisticated art guy. That's fair. But he's on the truck. He doesn't have any money. He goes inside. He. This is when Jansen was mentioning the, the hostess ad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a picture of him on the IMDb page. Yeah, with this. And... um. But he, he doesn't have money. He just had a conversation saying he doesn't have money, and then suddenly he's inside going, keep the change. He's got a stupid southern accent I'm not going to do. Well, uh, intermittent southern accent, too. Yeah. Don't forget that. He doesn't go full-on Con Air with the worst accent. That's my least favorite <laughs> cage performance, Con Air. What can you pay me now? Nothing. I'm tapped. Can I interest you in our dessert cart? Keep the change. I'm tapped. Keep the change. I'm tapped. Keep the change. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff right there. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink from the fire hose. <laughs> oh, God. And he goes in the bathroom stall. He hears a woman being assaulted. He kicks open the door. There's a big fucking big trucker dude choking a girl. And he beats the shit out of the guy. And she's like, you ruined it. She's and like, she I was having a good time. Yeah, I I kept thinking I was thinking it was like a couple because I I've yeah. already seen the movie but I forgot. Right. Well, I was but like, this, like this movie's about to go two different ways. One of them was really fucking weird. And the other one's like less really weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what that's he looks least... like in the movie. Yeah. That's uh. That yeah. looks like hair to me. Yeah, he might have extensions in there. Yeah, it it, it might be just really well done, but it looks awful. But it could be. Who knows? Do you think he's morphing into like 
John Travolta from five years ago. <laughs> Before he shaved his head. So no, like after after he shaved his head. Like if if if, if Nick Cage shaved his head right in this frame. Overlay that with John Travolta, same person. I tell you, if they make Face Off Two happen, <laughs> it won't have you know? Cage in it. Yeah, is there a, a twin? Huh? He's dead. Oh yeah, that's true. What if he's not dead though? Oh, the harpoon failed. <laughs> I mean, it's a John Woo movie. It's not going to be that deep. They'll find a Face way. Off. If they can find a way to put somebody's face on another person, they can find a way to bring him back from the fucking dead. Someone starts to explain the science behind it, and all of a sudden there's doves, and that's all we focus on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shining doves, slow mo, and two guns. Yep. Oh, shit. All right, what happens next? He, uh, they come out, they get in the outside. Yeah. We're going like, you have to stay here for the cops. And she's, she's, a German actress. I thought she's supposed to be playing an American until she says later, but she's like, I can't stay. I gotta go. And I'm like, is she supposed to be American? What the hell does that have to do with getting strangled? Look, I don't expect you to understand this, okay? But it was the only way I could help my daughter. It's the girl from the Born Identity and Run Lola Run. Yeah. Run Lola Run I can't stand. I don't think I've ever seen it, actually. It's I, I like the idea as a premise, but watching it, I was like, I'm as bored. It's the same thing over and over and over. Uh, she gets in. He follows her to a truck, and then she proceeds to like spill her guts in the most awkward exposition dump I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Suddenly, she's very deep in the conversation, telling him, my daughter's in a coma. I got to go save her. And he's like, I'll take you. And I'm like, why the fuck are you taking this fraud? I don't, there's no motivation for any character in this movie. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Just drinking that gut, though. That gut and that belt buckle. <laughs> He's got to be pushing it out, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't think so? Uh, no, wait. He, he He's very committed to his role. I'm sure he gained the weight for this part of this they movie. Were, most likely they lost the weight. That works with actors that take time off between movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? That's, that's a real beer gut. This is him trying to keep it together. <laughs> Yeah. This is the guy that does so many movies. He's not even sure what set he's on. Yeah, I, I bet he gets confused what movie he's doing. Yeah, he's got to. Especially he here. probably thought he did Left Behind last week. Like a Facebook photo. What the fuck, am I looking at? Yeah, what is happening here? <laughs> Just that the look on his face, man. That, that that tells you more about his role in this movie than you need to know. He's not even looking at the camera. He's like just dazed out. Like I want to sleep. <laughs> He is. He's he's thinking about what he's going to have for dinner. The Nyquil's taking over. Yeah. Spacing out. Could really go for some Arby's right now. <laughs> they go to the hospital where the daughter's awake, and then immediately she starts having like a seizure or she flatlines. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, by the way, I can talk to dead people. You got to choke me. And, and he's like, all right, yeah. Can we? Can you do it? Do it. Now? Please. It's just I... I don't have a lot of time. I can bring her back, but I need your help. Okay? Clear! Doesn't... 
<laughs> doesn't even question it. like like that that's that's the weirdest fucking motivation jump ever because it's like first of all it's like he's trying to save her and telling her how crazy she is mm-hmm. yeah then not even 10 minutes later yeah okay i'll choke you whatever yeah, right <laughs> yeah i was trying to stop somebody from choking you but now you're asking me to and i have no reservations to this because you're a complete stranger and this just makes sense to me in my world I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, can we at least get a room first? Or <laughs> just going to do it in a stairwell where anybody could walk in at <laughs> any point in time. <laughs> yeah. Where cops are, everywhere, security. <laughs> yeah, I'll choke you, bitch. Okay. Time yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. choke you out. Yeah, it's, I it's, wish I had rings. On it's all not the 90s fingers. anymore. Oh, matter. yeah. That was the first thing I noticed is all the rings. <laughs> like, what yeah, is happening? Three rings on each hand. Just I think she like, was... Like the director was really excited to have Nick Cage in the movie because it's like the first thing you see is the snakeskin boots. It's like there he is. Yeah, yeah. Snakeskin boots, and then a lot of attention to a ring on every finger. Yeah, see if I can find a picture with that. Three giant, like like Michael Jordan's wearing all his rings at once. Here they go. Massive. Found one. Found a picture of it. Yeah, they are so fucking obnoxious. These rings. That's not. Not big look enough. Let me see if I can look at it. That's how he looks in the introduction. That's the guy he beats up in the bathroom. Just uh, control scroll. Control scroll. Maybe. Nope, that doesn't do it. What are you trying no. to do? Make it bigger. Or open image in new window and then control scroll. Maybe. It looks fine to me. I don't know. Oh, I can does the rings. Oh, here we go. The rings are ridiculous. About as big as I can get it. There we go. Okay. Got it. Point is, he looks fantastic. <laughs> the hat, I honestly think the hat was the dumbest part of his entire um, his wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, like you had me with the leather jacket, the necklace, the rings, the, the belt buckle, jeans, boots, all that, that shit, long hair, but that trucker hat looks too fucking nice. And he looks ridiculous in it. It's like one of those Von Dutch hats where it's a trucker hat, but it's brand right. fucking new. I think they so. would. I think they thought that maybe we didn't know or wouldn't know that he's a trucker like right off the bat. Well, we're <laughs> going to see he's him. just sitting in his big rig. Is the first scene. Yeah, look at those rings. We're going to see him grossing in a truck, but that's not enough information. We got to have right. a trucker hat. Look at those. Look at those big fucking emerald. Emerald on the right and black on the left. You know what, Phoenix? Each one of those rings looks like that episode of The Twilight Zone where that girl was staring in her ring. Ring a ding. Ring a ding. Oh. <laughs> and he's got like a saber tooth around his fucking neck. Yeah. I thought it was a shark tooth, but it's yeah, a shark tooth. It probably is. Yeah. But this, so this is what he looks like. And this is what you're supposed to take seriously. Luckily, <laughs> it's like a minimalist comedy where there's not really any comedy, but the movie never takes itself seriously. Which yeah. isn't satisfying for the audience in any way. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, just, it just made them feel better about what they were doing. Yeah, I felt like it was like, oh, we'll make it not serious. That way, we don't have to go. Well, it was a serious movie, and then we're judged for that. We'll kind of go. We're just throw in, throw in bouts of Nick Cage laughing at absolutely nothing, and it, it felt like great. It felt like a movie that like the director just gave up about halfway through and decided to just let the actors do whatever the hell they want, and just decided to edit it later into something coherent yeah we were talking beforehand um adam and we you mentioned it was like a hallmark movie i was i was thinking like a lifetime <laughs> lifetime all have yeah. the same premise but it's like half drive angry half lifetime movie but drive angry at least is kind of funny in the way it works and it's supposed to be way over the type grindhouse style this failed at the hallmark 
lifetime part and failed at the grindhousey aspect. It did, yeah, it didn't commit to either one of those things. So what you have is you have this like kind of mediocre adult, you know, maybe Cinemax at night type movie at best, you know, with with not much to go on as far as the story goes. I was kind of hoping that at any point it would at least try to go a little bit deeper, but kind of never yeah. does. It was it was like the three a.m. insomnia movie that you watch because there's nothing else on for sure. Ironically, Jensen, that's about when I watched it. It was about three a.m. <laughs> on Monday, and I'm like, "This is a good three a.m. movie." But perfect timing. Fuck. There you go. <laughs> it, it looks like it looks like a movie that's like my dad would buy this movie, but I think if my dad watched this, he would be baffled and not enjoy it. And then I'm a film lover. I don't like it. <laughs> I, You're a Nicholas Cage fan, man, and I don't like it. What the well, the other or the other part of this issue is that you know the you guys talked about the two different genres that it could have it could have developed into, and they didn't pick one. But even still, at the end of this movie, there wasn't a defining like at the end of those movies. You have like oh this this amazing thing happened, or oh we had this great story completed. But at the end of this, we left at the end. So it 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 failed in multiple directions. Exactly because. Grindhouse over here, Lifetime movie over here. There's no crossover with that audience whatsoever. No, there's no but comedy each, in the movie. There's each no of them in the own right does something at the end. Yeah, but it serves their audience, right? And there's no crossover there, so it's a, it's in the middle of two areas that have just this nothing connecting them in a Venn diagram. There's not they're not touching, <laughs> and then we have no jokes, no nudity. There's sexual chemistry, but. Or not chemistry, but there's sex in the movie, but it's not fun to watch. There's a, there's a sexual meth lab, is what's happening. It's not chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> there might as well be a trailer. Chit chat, a hole. <laughs> there's there's no the, the grindhouse aspects don't pay off because you're not watching it going. This is this is at least interesting. Like the movie Grindhouse, the 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 not the yeah. side, but the. Rodriguez side is at least Grindhouse, and you get that vibe. You get you're satiated for that. Mandy this, is Grindhouse. My, yeah. Mandy is a good example as well. Yeah, you feel satisfied watching that. It's a revenge movie. This one, he just drifts from scene to scene, so there's no satisfaction no matter what you're looking for in this movie. It's like, like it, it, it keeps drastically changing tone because it's like you, you know I, I sorry I have to keep looking up her name because I can never fucking remember it. But okay, Run Lola Run Girl. Call her Franca hot. Potente. There you go. Franca Potente. All right. I call her kinda, mom. Kind of hot. There's a love scene like right at the beginning, but it's like one of those awkward scenes, like, you know, uh, maybe you should see in prison or something, you know? Like, <laughs> can we can we talk about how Nick's character, for some reason, at the beginning of the movie has like this ability to sense what's going to happen in the future, like the flash forwards? Yeah, I picked up on maybe maybe there was a little more than meets the eye, and it right, but then it just completely part. disappears. Like he kept on seeing like a flash of like what's oh, going to yeah. happen next, and then we lost His that dream. all by the end. The dream sequences, right? And that's after he chokes her. She saves her daughter in spirit world because she's mm -hmm. between worlds. The <sighs> daughter is supposed to go back in the body, but it ends up being his ex-wife who's dead, and. Because the wife and his wife and daughter are dead. That's his backstory. And then nurse exposition comes out of the room is like, <laughs> Your daughter's safe. She's going to be safe now. 
Oh man, what did you do? Good job. <laughs> and she's all positive. <laughs> right here. She comes in the movie later on, like scolding her for doing this very thing. Like you're showing a medal with it. <laughs> I love your German part. accent. <laughs> No, this you is got it perfect the, too. The, I think that was his Jamaican accent. Honestly. It's, like, it's hotter accent. when she does it, but you got it nailed perfectly. <laughs> All right. I'll accept the favor, even though I'm horribly off. But <laughs> she okay? She's stable. You did good. She's back where she belongs. I found Billy. I brought her back. You brought someone back. These spirits linger around people they have lost. Spirits that leave this world unexpectedly and horribly cause the ones that holds on the longest. How do I fix it? You have done enough. But if you want my advice, stop. When you try to change the way of things, you never know what will happen. You did good. You did good. You did good. Stop. She, she brings Joe back home. Nick Cage's character's name is Joe for the 10,000th fucking time. Uh, takes him home. Immediately, he bangs her on a couch like from behind. Aggressive yep. sex. Doggy style. And then the smash her face into the, the Dude, arm. I, I thought bones were going to break on that. Like, that was. <laughs> they they that broke was, the, the, the lamp. I, I wonder if that was yeah. meant to be or if that was just like, lamp, broke right? a prop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. He hit her in the back of the head with a lamp. I wouldn't want to be underneath Nicolas Cage. I don't think no. I would survive such an That's encounter. That's not a safe place. No. Someone has been underneath him. He has a child. Just one. Ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat until you pissed blood? Someone fucked that man and let him come in them. <laughs> Whew. Oh, boy. That's. I can't imagine being in those the dire straits where your your life is in that position. It has to be someone like in this movie, just has given up on well, life. That's, that's why, because the movie kept misleading me. Because I kept thinking it's like, man, she's really coming on to him fast, you know, like like that. That took a dramatic turn. It's like maybe she is insidious, you know, like like there's more to meet. I kept that. That's my problem is I keep thinking that there's more here than is what's really here. You know, yeah. it's like I. My mind keeps wanting to fill in the blanks with better ideas than what the movie keeps giving me. And know? then you realize what you're watching. You're like, oh, yeah. I <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. This is, a, <laughs> this is a Netflix movie that I never heard of. And this is probably why I never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a direct net. It's not yeah, Netflix made. No, there's no way. This 2014, I think, was the date on this one. 2018. 2018. Okay. It feels like a 2014 movie. It does. I, I, honestly, before you guys tell me about this, never heard of it. No, I never heard of it. It's a fucking. This is one of those movies you look at the red box and you're like, <laughs> no. Uh, speaking no. of red box, we were just talking a minute ago before we went live. We were talking about foreign posters. Now tell oh, me, yeah. this doesn't look like a fun movie right here. Right. That this is like not what we watched. This is very fucking misleading. <laughs> I have this right in front of me. This is the Blu-ray I'm holding up. This. This is not a horror movie. It really isn't. It. It is. Giving it's away the ending. It is one, but <laughs> yeah. flat out giving away the ending is what it is. Uh, <sighs> How many movies does Nick Cage have where he's on fire at some point in the movie? At least two. So this is the adding the gun and the and the, the shades. There you go. Yeah, they got the, the little T upside down. That's kind of not My very original. Yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with Satan either. 
don't the fuck. Okay, this looks more like the actual movie we saw. This looks like the poster that for looks, the Lifetime original special right that here. That looks exactly like the poster <laughs> on the, the, the director's other Lifetime movie. See, look, he's even behind her. See, he's about yeah. to crush her face into the it couch. Like the poster from Mom and Dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same color as the... Uh, one of the oh, fuck, I did reviewed another Cajun movie has the exact same. Oh, movie. that's so bad, man. Yeah, the uh, this one is terrible. Yeah, see, this looks like something like a student art film would be like you know, this yeah. is this is I an A24 film right here. Why is there a tree? Why is there a crown on her head? Yeah, there's none of that What's going on there. There's none of that. The whole, the whole setup is the, the wife goes into the daughter, which is the premise of a thousand lifetime movies. Um, the they go home. They bring the daughter home. Cage is carrying her inside the house because he's apparently a member of the family now. And then they go inside. And then it's just the next 40, 50 minutes, right, is her being awkward, the daughter being weird. Her two douchebag friends come over, and the mom's like, what if you fuck off? Whatever the fuck she says. For a second there, I the thought there, this is going to be one of those things where there, there's an affair between, it's like, he's... Seeing her and then also having to maintain this relationship with the mom, and I thought, okay, well, that could be interesting, right? I mean, I was really fishing for anything here. Can I I ask a question? Absolutely. Did anybody just guess it right off the bat what happened, like with the body switching? I read the back of the box before I watched the movie. Oh, you did? I didn't. Yeah. I, I guessed it like in the hospital. Like, I was like, Oh, that's I, I, I went into it. It is just all I did was look up the title and hit play. Yeah. That's as I didn't, far I didn't as I look went. up anything either, yeah. but I just thought it was so obvious was the other part of it. So the last I don't know. line on the box is the her body is away. possessed by the vengeful spirit of Joe's dead wife. So I knew right off the bat. Well, see, you shouldn't put that kind of information on the box. I mean, that's or like going to have something else going on in the movie. Right. Well, that and don't give away the one plot line, right? That's it. That's the whole movie. So thanks for joining me. No. <laughs> the movie continues, but the daughter's weird. The mom trying to, you know, talk to her. Nick Cage is smoking a joint with her and getting really high and screaming because yeah, it's Nick Cage. No, he was laugh screaming, which was, yeah. I mean, very compelling, but ridiculous. It's ridiculous Cage. <laughs> I just I want to be a fly on a wall when this movie was being made, just to see the re, the the real life reactions of the actors and actresses that have to be in scenes with Nicolas Cage. The energy in the room has got to be so fucking awkward and just like. <laughs> I want to be Nicolas Cage. Do you, you know the movie? Uh, uh, Wait, you want to be Nicolas Cage? Do you know the movie Unforgiven, the Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah. You know that character that follows around the bad guy, the uh, Richard Harris role. Yeah, and and writes about him and just oh, sits there. Oh, oh, him. yeah, uh, Mr. I Beauchamp. Yeah, I want that job for Nick Cage. Just sit there, like on the set of the movie, and just watch and like, oh shit. Write write Nicholas Cage's biography as he's filming movies yeah. and just follow him around. Yeah, dude, but that would be perfect. Along, dude. I'd be perfect for that job. You'd be the right guy for that job for sure. <laughs> I was born for that job. Call me Nick. You've done the legwork. I mean, I, yeah, I've done the homework. I watched Between Worlds twice. <laughs> You, twice, you, twice. Not only three hours of my life, before. I'm never getting back. <laughs> you bought that fucker on Blu-ray. He owes you for that shit. Okay. <laughs> I can have you. two copies. How much was that Blu-ray? I want to say fifteen. And I can watch fifteen dollars as much as I want. Yeah, there's so much better porn you could have bought with that amount of money. Yeah. The more I watch it, the, the cheaper the movie is. Yeah. 
That's how it works, right? I don't know because I think it's taking away time, and I think oh, time yeah. is worth more time than money. You think so, but it's me. <laughs> My time's worthless. Everybody has to have a hobby. I wonder how long that scene went on before the director said, and cut. <laughs> what scene? He was just having fun. Yeah, like the director just left the camera run. They went off. They had a smoke, and he just kept going, waiting for the director to say cut. Um, take a whole bottle. Talk about this whole on. film is like the equivalent of like you you want to see something naughty but you never do. It's like the equivalent yeah. of you you want to see something naughty but then you accidentally walk in on your parents having sex. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So you stay and you watch and you're like, <laughs> and you don't. Right, then you feel bad about what you did. And you start going to counseling and yeah, you know. This movie feels like, like I said, if they were married, it's incest porn. Like if you go to like. Pornhub and look up incest porn stepdaughter type in the word step it's going to autofill you to some weird spots and you're going to see this where he fucks the stepdaughter while the mom's away that's that's the premise of a trillion pornos you don't say I do say <laughs> I do don't google that by the way you'll break your computer yeah but <laughs> but Adam's right there's nothing like I don't I'm not a fan of dirty movies like like I watch Zandalay and that's a dirty Nick Cage movie where it's this constant nudity. And I'm just like bored. I'm like, it's two white people fucking. I get it. Can we <laughs> have a plot? So this is okay, ten bucks for this. You get nothing I like, out of it. I like movies that are like like Andy Sedaris movies, like that kind of stuff. Okay. Like like it's it's definitely designed with boobs in mind, but it's trying to have like it's trying to give a shit. It's trying to do a plot. They know it's not gonna be good, they don't really care. They have a formula that works for them, you know. That's this can't pick right? a direction. It can't pick a lane and stick in it. It's it's got too many tones. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Andy Sedaris has a structure to his movies. They're yes. all the exact same movie. It's and they all have the same props, the same actors and actresses, and the yeah, moves the size of your head. Yeah, <laughs> and they show them, and it's 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 cheese. It's it's schlock. Through and through, and that's what he focuses on. This movie feels like it's neither here nor there. In fact, the formula is so precise, Phoenix, that it's almost like Andy Sedaris knows where to put the boobs. Like, okay, got it. It's been ten minutes now. We got to get a boob scene in, (laughs) and he'll put the boobs in the scene just to get the exposition out. You got to appreciate somebody that's willing to go that extra mile and do that. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) he's not boring audience. Yeah, gives you something to look at. I guess if you're into that, but. There's nothing in this movie I enjoy. Uh, I except the thing Jansen sent me earlier. <laughs> well, uh, Franco Potente, the only time you ever see a boob on her, Nicholas Cage's hand is over top of it. So that might have excited you more than me. Which was, uh, it was a goof, too, wasn't it? Kind of, yeah. Over. The way it was it goes, being filmed. Oh, no, it, goes, it goes over, the bra's <laughs> off, and then the camera flips, and her bra's back on, too. Yeah. So I was like... <sighs> I thought I was losing my shit when I saw that. I'm like, what? yeah. I was sitting on the bed over here, looking at the screen, kind of at an angle because I've already seen it. And I, they start doing the sex thing, and I was like, start doing the sex, and I, I like tilted the screens. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I look, and they cut, and she had a bra on the couch, like sitting on. And I was like, I thought she was just nudie. Guess not. Maybe that's what it yeah. was. Maybe that's what we're talking about. We hadn't but, even started talking about the daughter yet. I was, I was just literally saying the daughter. She, the daughter doesn't wear pants for the entire movie. Or a bra. 
she That's immediately is like trying to fuck him when they get home. Yeah. Uh, she's coming on like a fucking massive Lolita, man. But she's 18. They made it very clear at the beginning. I have an 18 year old <laughs> daughter. She's of age. You can get inside that and not get arrested. Unethical, not illegal. But immoral. Like yeah, completely legit. Just saying. This is her the whole movie in various panties and, and uh see through shirts. And that's that's the that's what you're gonna get. You see her ass twice. That's it. Yep. I, again, I'm not like a guy that's like, I want to see your titties like that, but like. But I figure if you're going to show that much. Why do it at all? You know, why not? And then, and then we figured out why. It's because a, a female directed the movie. Maybe that made her uncomfortable. But when you've gone that far. Yes. That's, you're in a Skinamax movie, man. This Just is a good. Commit. It's a good microcosm of exactly what we're talking about, where you're going to go far enough to show her ass, but not far enough to show any more. Then why do it at all? They're borderlining too far between Lifetime and Grunt and Heart. Like, right? Grindhouse it's like they were group. still trying to decide what this movie was going to be while they were making it. Yeah, I don't even think they had a classification for it. I think they had an outline written on a cocktail napkin and just went bore core. I'd say bore core. Bore core. That's good. That is accurate. That is I don't know what to call it. I was bored and I wanted to be more hardcore. This movie <laughs> should have been like Drive Angry. It looks like a fucking drive angry movie. You know, a lot of times when we watch these movies, I'm like, man, still some respect because they got something made, right? This one, yeah. you should have scrapped it. <laughs> it's as, as little as effort as possible. Like I said, that, that what upset me is that that opening sequence looked like the only time the filmmaker was trying to give a shit. And the opening credit title sequence, that's as far as you're going to go with it? Yeah. The movie was shot in Spain. I just looked it up. I was curious. It was because... probably the most expensive shot in the movie, too. Yeah. The first review on IMDb is a one-star ghost of direct-to-video <laughs> horror. <laughs> it is truly, it's truly an incoherent mess with a haunted Lolita thing going on. That's the first line of his review. There you go. There you go. Okay. So she's she admits to him she's the wife while the mother is out buying his lockbox back from his job because he got fired for taking way too fucking long. To drive to Mobile? Is that where he's yeah. going? Yeah. It takes way too long, gets fired, and he owes money, he can't get the lockbox back with his lockbox box back. Good God, that's a tongue twister. Has his photos of his wife and kid in there and some cards or something she made. And so she the mom goes there in the morning to go get it. Meanwhile, the daughter's like in like a it felt like a 25 minute scene where she's like, I'm what she called him by his nickname or his last name or something. And she's like I'm your wife. I miss fucking you. And I, I was like, how fucking horny is this mom? And she goes on a long exposition dump again about like, I was with our daughter. I, we can go there again. And I just want to be with you again. Why are you fucking her? And she seems to have, okay, sorry. I know I'm all over the place. I have so many thoughts about this. This bugs the shit out of me. The <laughs> daughter mentions to her friend, Mike, that she does, she has amnesia. She doesn't remember anything, mm -hmm. but then constantly throughout the movie, the character of the daughter really is Cage's wife. Why the fuck is she bringing up memories like about the dad leaving? Did she read a diary and then they cut that scene out? She brings well, up not only that, but like we we don't talk about the amnesia. Amnesia had nothing, no no plot input during the entire hospital stay or thereafter. It's just that one scene they talk about it, then it doesn't come up again. It's just exactly. it, it's like they threw it in there because they had to connect a couple dots. 
if it would make more sense without that scene though, because it, she's both the wife and the daughter at the same time, mm-hmm. but she says she's not the daughter, and we see the daughter's spirit waiting at, by the hospital. So why does she have a memory? Well, I think I think that part does work. I mean, because because later she says, you know, I don't remember anything before or after. I don't know. I mean, I think I think the thing that should be pulled out is 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 her actually remembering something, not her forgetting it. One of sense. them, one or the other. I don't. One or the should. other. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't know if memories are stored in the brain or the spirit. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Tell me which movie. What, what do you I want me to a, do? I got a great IMDb review. It says I could I could write a better movie in two minutes while on acid and fighting ten men. I ain't bragging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is her. This is when they first go home, and yeah, she gets struck by a trucker hat with a tattoo. Or lamp. Look at that! All hat. the tattoos in this movie have exactly the same pigment, so you can tell that they were slapped on ten minutes yeah. before the the shooting started. Those yeah. are the exact same. Is that an astronaut in her arm? Uh, I thought it was Mothra. I don't know. <laughs> Looks like a like a demon on his, right? It's either Mothra or it's the Anheuser Busch logo. They did a good job of like make Florida trash. <laughs> wildly different things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's a what's that called? Uh, Let me zoom in. Uh, hold on, dude. What, somebody gave this movie an eight out of ten. What is happening right now? Drugs, lots and lots of drugs. That's the only thing there is going on there. I give it a. It has a four point four on IMDb. I'd say a four, maybe a three. Uh, I, didn't I, think, hate I think three at best. I didn't hate it. two less than three. Three two one is one I fucking hate it, a movie. It's 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 not that I hated it. It's that I loved to hate it. Like it, it was something I watched because of how shitty it was. Right. So yeah, for that reason, I could give it a three, but nothing more. We're talking out of five. One out of five. One out of five for you. I'm gonna go two out of five only because uh, I like these two girls. That's it, though. That's all I can find in it. Yeah. Adam's all about the ladies. Uh. <laughs> and I realize the math doesn't add up one out of five to four out of ten, but <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Nothing makes sense anymore. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably go two out of five if I was if I was being serious right now. Two out of yeah. five sounds good. Um so uh, four out of ten. That does make sense. Uh, I, I just three, two, one is when I fucking hate a movie, but there's something redeeming in it. This one I didn't hate. It didn't make me angry. It was just kind of a slog. Yeah, you just gonna keep zooming in her tattoo or what? I want to see what the tattoo is. Oh, it looks like a horsey. It's a horsey. horsey. It's a unicorn <laughs> with some stars. It's a unicorn. I don't see it. Oh, it is a horse. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. I wish I could see a horse. God. There you go. What's this? Just, what does hat say? Hurley Wolf, Tusk uh, Whiskey Wolf. Yeah. Um, okay, I see the horse now. I yeah. thought the top part, like right above his head. I thought that was part of the head. Yeah, I did too at first. Okay, I see it now. Either way, you could tell it was. It's tra- it's just transfer sheet. Slapped it on our arm, got it wet. Right, I'm gonna need you to en- enhance the movie on the top of the magazine stack so I can see what movie that is. Down. Oh, oh okay. You think it's this movie? <laughs> Are you guys, you guys watch Blade Runner? Enhance. 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 There's no way we're going to be able to tell what this is. No. Nope. 
It looks it's like I'm gonna say. Oh, dude, we we, we forgot a really important thing. He's reading her poetry. Oh, the what the book fuck says Nicholas Cage. It says something by Nicholas Cage. Yeah. He's reading a Nicholas Cage poems to her while he's yeah. banging her. Yes. Most random shit I've ever. It's so awkward. That. Like I was laughing, but I'm like, does this fucking movie even know what lane it's in anymore? I was like, I hope to God my wife does not walk in the room right now. To right? See it's like, what the hell out. are you watching? It's like this is so ridiculous. <laughs> he's reading a book, and the book clearly says Nicholas Cage, and it looks like it was published by like somebody like trying or, to like you know break. He's trying to break a Bronco, <laughs> yelling at the top of his lungs. Is this one after they smoked the joint? Their exorcist fucking no. This this was the one where he's like he's having a flashback to when he he knew his real wife, like his actual wife before. It's the sex scene when they get caught. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, he's okay. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he's he's obviously banging this jailbait girl, and he's reading a book for that says Nicholas Cage on the outside of it. So when they do a flashback, they don't even show him younger; they just show him now and all of his like middle aged beer gut glory. You know, banging this jailbait girl, and it says it she's says, eighteen, sir. Sure, Thanks. if you Clearly. say so. Keep tell, keep convincing yourself that. So I'm sure the judge will listen at some point. Yeah, <laughs> she said she was eighteen. Sure, she was. Chinese jet pilot. Do you remember when he he uh, first went to go, or when he left to go to Mobile to drop off the, the the truck, and he sneaks some cough medicine from behind her back, and he's like, "Hold <laughs> daddy tight." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so creepy. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry. Remember when he saw her changing and then the next scene she's giving him a couch hand job under the blanket? Oh. <laughs> Can you help me? I'm sick. What's going on? Are you okay? I felt dizzy when I stood up, so I'm just going to sit here for a while. That's when it started getting kind of, I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be funny because there's no way I can take oh, this seriously. Oh, I get it. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like talking to us, like, "You, you want any help out there?" Okay. But the, the, the even weirder part about that is that 15 minutes ago he was he was mad about it, and now he's fine with it, and and nothing. Yeah. He still she still hasn't told him anything, so like no. he still yeah. thinks it's her daughter. He's a piece of. But he's shit. still just a scumbag. Yeah, it's like right after that happens, it's like I, I'd be you know unless you want trouble to come find you, you're back in your whatever you came in, and you're the fuck out of there as fast as you can go. So. There's a lot of issues with Nick Cage in this movie. He's a total scumbag, but you know that right off the bat when you see him. When we meet him, we really got a scumbag. It's really hard to pick a character to identify with or rally behind in this movie because everybody seems to have some really like insidious shit going on at some point in their life. Except the daughter in real life. When she comes back, she seems like a normal person. Yeah, but you see who she was hanging around. So she was up to some shit before. She, she's not even in the movie. Like her, her character is. Yeah. What's up with her friends? They, they he sells pot. Mike, the other guy seems to be like a, a dumbass side character in a sitcom. Where he's like, yeah. he says stupidest things and repeats the guy. He has his own then, catchphrase. Yeah. Later on, when when her her the daughter Billy and Nicholas Cage's character run off to go rob them for money, he's just hanging out with his best friend in his boxers, and that's it. I've never done that in my life. 
I've seen people do that in movies. I've never sat in a room with friends of mine in boxers in my entire life on this earth. It never happened. No. I've Not even had true. roommates that were friends of mine, and that still never happened. Okay, I got something. I got a, a an interview with Nicolas Cage about the book in the movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you want to so, share this? You yeah. Share yeah. It? So, so the question is, it. the interviewer asks, "What can you tell me about filming that? Uh, with the title of the book, was the title of the book in the script, or is it something that was decided after you came aboard?" Nicholas Cage goes, well, I thought it would be extremely funny at any time you break the fourth wall, pushing the envelope in terms of traditional or narrative is an experiment worth worthy of trying. I had never done anything like that. To read a book by the actor who is playing the character, I was inspired by the novels of Henry Miller, Tropic of Cancer, Tropic of Capricorn. I always thought that they were not, not only central, but hilarious in the terms of braggadocio of Henry, Henry Miller. Uh, that I he would go into how we talk. detail. It's such bullshit about his adventures in the sensual realm, and I wanted to bring that a little of that kind of humor between uh, to between worlds with that concept. <laughs> what? Unfortunately, <laughs> I bullshit. failed at every level. <laughs> I mean, complete bullshit, dude. Like you, you thought, hey, you know, it'd be funny. What if I put my name on the book? You did not put this much thought into that. Yeah. What do you say we cut the chit chat a hole? <laughs> oh, that's what the interview should, interview we should have said. I uh, meant to this do this a, one. This is a long interview. I'm gonna send this to you guys. So you can read it later. What's in the bag? A shark or something? Yeah. What, what what's in the bag? What's this movie about anyway? Uh, a shark or something? He's got a shark tooth on his fucking you know shirt. He's wearing it. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's another callback. Who knows? Uh, At some point, the mom goes back to the hospital to talk to the Jamaican nurse who scolds her for doing the very thing she was really on board for, right? Yeah, yeah. She was like saying, oh, you did a great job. Stick around. Keep an eye on her. <laughs> and then she's like, but? you shouldn't have done that. The dead are the dead. Are dead. You're, it's not your job to save lives. It's ours. With the accent, man. Come on now. Yeah. I was trying to remember what else she said. She said. Yeah. It's not your job to make. No, she's not that hardcore, but she really does have a big. It's that character that shows up in a horror movie on on Skype, and it goes. But Ghoul is a creature that was that character in every fucking horror movie. Dude, I'm reading more of this interview, and he fully intended this movie to be cringy. Okay. It's not cringy in an enjoyable way. No, it's, it's not no, even like, fun cringy. It's just bad. He yeah. says, I like to watch people squirm. So those scenes that we have in the movie that were cringe and squirm inspiring is what made me laugh. So I would approach it from that angle. You know how you were asking earlier why he doesn't go to Comic-Con? That's why. He wouldn't survive five minutes at a Comic-Con with people. How come 23 minutes, 32 seconds, 32 seconds into the movie, you, you took off your shirt and I saw a tattoo on there that it wasn't quite matched up in the previous scene. How come? What? <laughs> Nicholas Cage just he'd just be like Fuck! That's him walking through Comic Con lobby flipping over. It is, that's him walking through Hall H <laughs> kicking ladies with a Jack Skeleton tattoo in the chest. We're pulling one of these. We've got to get Cage out of here. Why do we keep inviting him back every year? <laughs> um, All right, what was next? He finally catches the fucking. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he chases her outside, and I was like, is he wearing, like, animal skin underwear? He's he's wearing his, um, his first Tiger I thought King. He had he's wearing his Tiger King underwear, dude. <laughs> I, I could totally... that. That's one thing I'll give this movie credit for. Like, now that I know he's going to be playing Joe Exotic, when I saw him run out there with a sock on his crotch, I'm like, yeah, he's totally Joe Exotic. Yeah, he's completely. It, it might get an Academy Award, like another one just for playing Joe Exotic. Like, too too good, you know? Yeah. The, the movie might be a one out of five star dog shit movie, but they'll still give him an Academy Award because he is Joe Exotic. He's, he's going to be perfect for that. But it looked like he was wearing not leather underwear, but animal skin. Like, they didn't, he didn't leather the, the skin. It's just... It's gross. I mean, it's already gross because you're looking at a, his bulge. But then it's grosser by the fact that I don't know what the fuck. Like, did he skin the cat and then he just wrapped it around his dick in a hurry? Oh, shit. She's leaving. I don't know. Did uh, uh, what's her name actually have a cat? He found it. something about a cat. And I was so Franca have a cat? I don't remember there ever being a cat in she, the movie. She says at one point, oh, that's just my cat. When he's like, what was that noise? And he's like, you don't have a cat. Yeah, no, I, and I think she, I think she was referring to something between her legs. At least that's where mine mine went. So I was thinking the wife had a cat, not yeah. the actual daughter. But you want to go gross? Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> After I just talked about skinning the cat and wrapping it around your dick, I don't think you really recover from that. I mean, no. This hers. Tell me. I yes, I I think it, yeah. How to get burned? How to get burned? I, How to get burned? How to get burned? I don't know. How many takes do you suppose that scene took before that girl was like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out of here." One. I can't she was too traumatized to do another. <laughs> that was the end of her career. The director's like, "You want to do a take?" She's like, "I don't know what just happened." She's like, she's like Shelly Duvall in The Shining. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's scarred yeah. for life. She yeah. still wakes up to how to get burned. Ah! <sighs> how to get burned? How to get burned? <laughs> okay, just a truck backing up. Oh, not Cage. He, he calls her at night. <laughs> how to get burned? <laughs> it's just stalks her and shit. This is when they go and rob her friends. Uh, they they shoot the stoner guy and so big defense. elaborate plan. Yeah, and then they fuck Who's up. You or him? They fuck off back to their house that they share together as a couple. And then Mike shows up at the mom's house with a gun and makes her tell the most ridiculous story. This movie throws sci-fi bullshit at you or like fantastical bullshit at you. Like, oh, here you go. She can talk to the bring back. Have fun with that. And you're like, oh, she, she can? What? Yeah. There's no one for her. characters. <laughs> and the characters are just like, yeah, she can. She Every can do character. that. She's got to choke herself. They never have once in this movie go, come on, that's bullshit. Show me. What? Welcome to writing Phoenix in the 20 teens. It just shit happens when the plot needs it to. There's there's no setup for anything. It's just, oh, by the way, this can happen. Laziest fucking script. Oh, she could talk to dead people and bring them back? Okay. Yeah. What? There, was a, uh, there was a scene in the hospital there where they're talking to some... Like, I'm guessing she's Haitian based on her accent. I'm guessing that at the most. I'm like, oh, we're not going to do the voodoo shit, about. are we? Say what? I was hoping we weren't going to do any voodoo shit. Because, <laughs> like, 
Phoenix and I have this thing where we're just fed up to here with <laughs> voodoo plots in movies and TV shows. It's Can't been it. fucking Conference. done to death so many times. Just no more voodoo, please. But they don't call back to anything. She, she's just telling uh, what's her name uh, again, born identity girl, not to do this and, and keep an eye on your daughter because, you know, you went where you're not supposed to go. I'm like, are we ever going to get back to that again and discuss why? No, we'll just have the daughter explain what happened. Like, oh, well. You know. it's, a, it's all this said, and then other characters are like, oh, I'm on board. Oh, why, you know did, why did they reveal that halfway through the movie? Why couldn't they have maybe pushed that? Just just wait a little bit for that to bring it in? Because it's uh, once you get that, you're just you're kind of like, well... I don't know where they're going to go with this now. So here I am to do a big reveal. <sighs> but immediately she tries to fuck him when they get home, and yeah. then immediately he's just like, he has a good scene, one good scene where he's like, "You're don't say that." How do you know? Like he has kind of a freak out, and that's his only disbelief in the entire film. Don't it's his mandatory required freak out by yeah. contract, which was immediately quelled when she just starts talking. You, you, you pay Nicolas Cage by the freak out. Like, you get this much freak out for this many million. If you <laughs> give me a little bit more, I might give you two freak outs. Oh, I think if you give me drugs, I'll give you one for free. Yeah. I think it's the other way around. He's like, I can't freak out in the movie. Bump up the price. Yeah. I freak. The more freak outs I have, the less you have to pay me. Oh. I think he wants to freak out at this point. The, uh, I think he knows that's all he's got left. You think this he really just does it because it's it's cathartic and he can't do that in public, so he does it on film and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> in, in real life, he's probably just a, a normal guy. Well, I mean, that's that's probably then, why he's so so normal yeah. in real life, right? He gets all this catharsis from just screaming, and yelling, and doing ridiculous shit on screen, and then I guess your average, in the your average Joe, yeah, for lack of a better name. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> How would it get burned 75 times in a row at you? And you're going to fucking take it because the script says you have to. This hers? Tell me! I, yes, I, I think it, yeah. How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? I don't know! I don't know! <laughs> that's, that's the actress giving up. I don't know! They cut out uh, my next line. He keeps screaming. I could have been a physical therapist. Here I am getting screamed at by Nicholas Cage. I could have been a dental hygienist. Coked out of his mind. Why? I don't deserve this. Why is this madman yelling at me? Stop yelling at me. That brings us right up to the end, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it brings us right to the end because they go home uh, to their original house. And they said in the earlier that the daughter died by the the smoke got to her, but the house was burned down. We see the house. It's fucking rubble. Except when he goes in the daughter's bedroom and it's like it was never touched by fire except a jack-in-the-box that has some burned on the outside. Yeah, I don't get that. That's it. And he plays with the fucking thing. They didn't do anything with that box either. Absolutely. Random artifact in the movie, too. He carries it around. They go outside. The mom shows up. The friends show up. The, The Mike, the friend, shows up. Mom gets shot and goes oh, in the between world. They switch the daughter spirits. And then the daughter goes back and realizes her mom is dead. And that's her introduction into the world again. <laughs> My dead mom. And then uh, 
They all leave. And then Nick Cage. The expression has, on his face is just like, yeah. <laughs> Drop the gun, please. He looks like he's concentrating. Yeah, he's thinking of some like, memory from 50 years like, ago. Like, if I do this hard enough, maybe I can churn milk. Just will it into existence, you know? <laughs> dead grandma, dead grandma. Don't get a boner. Don't get a boner. <laughs> don't look her in the tits. Don't look her. <sighs> but then, because he's shit-faced and he killed a guy, Nick Cage starts wandering around the house, like, crawling on all fours with a yeah. jack-in-the-box and goes into a room. Like, why is he? He's just crawling. Like, he's just breaking down mentally, it, just crawling around on the floor. He falls apart. Both his women are dead now. He crawls in, gets a gas can, pours it on himself, lights a cigarette. Wasn't there some, wasn't there some like, talk of that scene, though, where the mom, like, his wife, like, killed the kid? Yeah, that's what and happened. That's the wife admitted that she killed the kid just yeah, to get yeah. his attention. So that instigates that, and that's why he leaves the room. So, and you and know then, what? That's demise. That's one of those things, Jansen. Like you were talking about, where you guessed it, like right at the beginning. I I knew that she killed that kid. Like mm -hmm. right, like yeah. that was like the the least shocking reveal in the whole movie. I'm like, oh no, like, you were you were definitely mommy of the year because you showed it so well throughout the entire movie. This, this only goes one way. <laughs> it only goes one way. Anything else is just the director making shit up as they go. Yeah. As one we, thing uh, that drives me nuts, because I, I watch bad movies for a living, is when you set things up and then don't pay them off. I, I I think I hate that more than anything else. That and a movie to just be boring, I think, is like the, the biggest criminal offense, period. I I wouldn't say this is like really boring, but it's definitely it a lot of setups and no payoffs. Well, and I mean, uh, there's plenty of movies that are that are good and boring at the same time, right? So like you're, you're just maybe not hitting your audience. So you're, you're, or you're hitting a different audience than you were intending or, but, but somebody's enjoying it. Some people are thinking it's boredom. This movie doesn't have an audience. So no. the entire thing just flatlines. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's hard to figure out what, what crowd this is made for. I, I, I couldn't tell you. There's, I don't even think there's anything set up and not paid off. I don't think there's anything really set up. There's no. like four plot lines that go throughout this movie. And all and of them fall it. flat on their face. And all of them happen. But you're like, by the time you get to it, you're like, I don't care, or I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no personal connection. There's no investment from the audience. And I think the biggest fuck you is, I, I believe it or not, I don't know why, but I sat through the credits because I, I, I was sitting there making one of these faces, like. <laughs> so I sat through the credits, and there's a post-credit sequence. No, it's not post-credits. It's, oh, it's, it's just just the, before the credits, but it's like self-immolates self himself. Yeah, and with this worst CG fire, puts a cigarette. Yeah, really it, it was almost it like was Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. It was as bad as the bees. No, Ghost Rider did the fire better, I think. Yeah, yeah right. It was it as bad as the CGI. Bees. All the way back in two thousand, I think that came out two thousand three or something. Oh, like they're in my eyes, and you can obviously <laughs> tell there's nothing in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> to burn this fucking place to the ground is what I ought to do. Yeah. No, he's drunk, Joe. Stop. Don't listen to him. Do it. Please, please, both of you, please stop. Stop! The fire goes out, and they, they, they leave the house and drive away, and then the movie, you know, the camera pans back, it goes away, and you're like, oh, the movie's over. Nope. Immediate fade up on a guy, a kid sitting on a couch, and then an argument in the kitchen, and the kid grabs a gun and goes in there, and the guy's like, the dad's like, you finally grew a set, huh, or something like that. And then it's Joe. 
do it. A teenager, and he shoots the dad. And, and Why was that scene there? Like, what it has the, no bearing on anything. Of that. It's like, that would have it's been like, a little bit more useful at the beginning of the movie, or well, not even that, but like, it, not not even at that. No, you know, I mean, like the it doesn't progress any part of the storyline. It doesn't tell us anything about Joe that we didn't already know. They said and, his dad's a drunk. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But beat him. Him killing his dad doesn't give him motivation for anything that happens in this story. I feel like what they wanted to do was throw it into the parts where he was having weird flashbacks of the wife while fucking the daughter. That would have fit. Yeah. Like maybe they forgot fit, about it. Oh, shit. Or they're like, oh, shit, throw it in. Credits. Yeah. Uh, or they just like, it doesn't fit there. Padding the runtime. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it was? It was most likely like, hey, let's shoot this scene. Um, we got we got um, the director's nephew. He's in this. If we don't put it in the movie, <laughs> we're fucked. There goes our funding. There goes our funding. Yeah. And they're playing a Probably really bad rendition of the leader of the pack. This is the, one of the, the out songs as he's emulating himself oh, yeah. in the, the house and it's going up in CG flames. Fuck this movie, man. I want to look into if Marilyn Manson was a producer in this movie. I'm pretty sure the singer really liked Marilyn Manson and just wanted any excuse to put that in a movie. Because well, the inter- the when you first put in the movie, first hit it on, on Netflix, one of the symbols for the production company looks exactly like Marilyn Manson's logo, that little arrow, you know. Oh god. They play a long Marilyn Manson song in this movie while oh, they're no, doing like, now you got me curious. We gotta look this him, up. Him fucking the wife or the daughter. So no Marilyn Manson footprints on this. Okay. Not on not in plain view anyway. That would have been that would have made this movie even remotely interesting, just to know that there was an outside influence that, you know, somebody that has an audience. What has this lady directed? That's what I want to know. Well, I showed you. It's uh click on her name and that poster looks exactly like the one that Kate for this movie that you pulled up. It looks like a lifetime movie. Scroll down. Yeah. Oh like, god. See? Okay. Click yeah. on that. That's like a lifetime movie. That is definitely a lifetime falsely movie. Three point three out of ten, falsely accused. Okay. Yep. It's a it's a lifetime movie <sighs> with Ravana Arquette, and that's what the director has done. That and this. Yeah, that's why this feels like a lifetime movie because she yeah. really does do those kind of movies. Oh man. That's why I don't know what the fuck she. Why, they why is her. Nicolas Cage in lifetime movies now, man? What is this world ascended to? I, I guess we'll finish up here, but let me let me do my little list real quick. Okay. Uh, one thing I want to mention is the Twin Peaks music in this movie. Drove me fucking crazy. It was clearly just <laughs> Twin Peaks music. Uh, second thing is, let's do a list real quick. Uh, help me, guys. Of movies where Nick Cage is either on fire or lit on fire for a scene. Or something like that. We got both Ghost Riders. We got this. We got Wicker Man. Wicker Man. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. I'm trying to think. I had a list at one point. It was a year or so ago. I did another. He doesn't episode. catch on fire and face off. No. There's Con Air where he runs from an explosion. True. Out the, out the window. There's a lot the of movies where he's walking away from explosions. That doesn't yeah. count either, though. Oh, uh, Drive Angry. Escapes from Hell. Left <sighs> Behind. Beats me, man. No. Too many. Too many, I'd say. That's a lot of fire for one man. Yeah. So uh, on my show, what I do is put up my Nick Cage rankings. 
so I'll do that on the video somewhere here. Um, this rate's pretty low on both, I'd say, as far as because I do two lists: Nick Cage movies, like what they are as far as the movie goes, and then Nick Cage performance. Mm -hmm. This is going to be really low on both lists. It's going to be above a few things, but not many, I'm guessing. And so, last segment here. Let's just talk about Cage for a few minutes. Okay. So you can take me off the big screen if you want. How do we feel about Cage? His performance, his motivations, his... And we talked about his look, so we'll ignore that. Because I have uh, Rage Cage... Quiet cage, quirk cage, sophisticated. Sophisticated is like where he's dressed in a suit and he acts like he's a real person. I, I, I think I said it when I jumped on. I was like, I think this is a little bit more autistic cage <laughs> than anything else. It's it, it's sporadic. It doesn't he doesn't do the same things in throughout each part of the movie. He's just kind of all over the place. So I think it's no bueno. Period. You don't have an autistic LAC. You said autistic cage. You don't have like a um uh trying to think of the word I'm looking for here. Alabama trailer trash cage. <laughs> no shit. Uh <laughs> complacent cage. Do you have complacent cage? Because it feels like he's sleepwalking through this shit. Mm -hmm. No, I, I mostly choose in categories where it's more than one movie, not just okay. a specific one. But if you want to call it that, go right ahead. Complacent Cage. I'm gonna go with Complacent Cage because he's sleepwalking through this shit. So yeah, sleep sleepwalker, sleepwalker Cage, Complacent Cage. I'll go with it's, that. It's kind of Rage Cage, kind of. It's it's a bizarre one because it's not really similar to another performance he's done. Quirky so Cage. I give him I think kudos for that. It's a shit because it, it's he's only rage when the plot calls for it. So that that kind of sucks too. I would. So he has some scenes where he's. Even the scenes where he's supposed to be, he walk, he comes back home after he lost his job. She opens the door and he's like, I'm home. Yeah, that was awkward. Right asleep, blah, blah, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. He's almost doing Am Sandler shit. Mm -hmm. He's, like, he's doing like the, uh, it'd be like if you had like the girls, like if his daughter had girls over for sleepover and he's trying to act cool. That's what, that's the performance yeah. I'm getting off that. Like he's trying to, he's trying to sleepover. What's up, girls? <laughs> it, it's like when Kevin Smith did that Instagram. fucking yoga hoser movie for his daughter, and he was trying to look cool in front of his his girls' friends and shit like that. How about them Jonas like Brothers? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys talking about Morgan? Hello, hello kids. What's that? Hello, hello, fellow, hello students. Yeah. Hello, fellow youths. Hello, fellow kids. How about those tweets? Are we enjoying those tweets? Oh my god! Yeah, it was, it was like that. Get out of the room, Dad. Like that. Yeah, but I would just say, like, from scene to scene, he doesn't stick with the same mentality, the same in, acting. In cage. In I used to be cage. a hippie. I used to listen to Ario Speedwagon. Totally. <laughs> in cage. I think in inconsistent cage. There you go. I'll. I'll. I'm changing my vote to instant. Inconsistent. In ah, fuck. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm out. Inconsistent in cage. I'm calling it in cage assistant. In cage okay, system, yeah. Change my vote to that. I, I like that one. That, I think that fits everything because he's sleepwalking through it, and he in like the rest of the movie, he can't pick a lane and stick with it. So, yeah. There's certain movies where he seems like he actually doesn't care if he's there. He doesn't. It doesn't look like he doesn't want to be there. It seems like he doesn't care if he's there. Exactly. This is one of those movies where I, I I feel like he probably could have been just drinking and doing all the drugs that he was doing throughout each scene, and and this is what we got. 
I'm going to pull up this this face again because this kind of sums up how I feel about the movie. This face. Let's see if I can find that look again. It's There's not a, an enjoyable cage. It's it's this, fun. This in, face in, right in, here. Okay. And to fit with the in cage assistant, it's fun in little sections. When he's getting sprayed with the hose and he's spraying her with the hose, that part's funny. And it looks like the actor himself is enjoying it. I have no idea what we're looking at. Hold on. I got to back out here. See that face right there? Yeah. Not looking at the camera. That that is his performance in this movie, personified <laughs> right there. This this is this is in in cage assistant right here. Just soulless. This guy on the right is way more committed to this movie than Nicolas Cage is. The guy who had the smallest role in the movie. He has right. like no part in this movie. I don't even remember his character in the movie at this point. Like so I, I recognize him dead. Run. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, the it's there's a fun cage when it's quirky. There's a fun cage when he's uh, rage cage where he's screaming. And there's there's the boring cage, which is what I call the sophisticated, where he's like nobody wants to watch sophisticated movies. No, there's quiet cage, which is boring as shit too. Like people go to movies, Nicholas Cage movies, to watch him freak out. Like I, I think or have some... fun. I want to see something fun, and he has little glimmers of that in this movie where it's like. Ding! I was listening to a podcast about Colorado space and the guy on the podcast was saying that he went and saw this in a theater and there were people that were just stoned out of their mind, just laughing at everything Nicolas Cage said. So clearly they were there for a reason. He has a following of people that just watch it, want him to freak out. And unfortunately Nicolas Cage has been reduced to that. He's like, they want to come see me freak out. I just have to show up, collect my bill, freak out. And then nothing else matters. I think that maybe that is the answer to our audience question then. I mean, this isn't for the two different audiences that we were talking about before. This is for his freak out audience. They just want to see this bullshit. So he made it. It's yeah. And then that's exactly what we're getting to is Keely Chow's question. Some people are obsessed <laughs> with Nick Cage. I don't get it. Um, but is Nick Cage a good actor? Yes. He can be a good actor when he wants to be. He's an Academy Award winning actor. Yeah. There's like 12 movies where he's amazing in it. And then there's the rest of his career where he either had to pay off his taxes or or some of the reason he did the movie. He's he, now he's doing movies where he's just interested in it. He wants to fuck around like Mandy or Colorado Space. He wants to be inter- he wants to be doing interesting movies. And yes, he, a couple of years ago he was doing shit where he's like, "Why are you doing this?" Like this. But yeah. Yeah. The last like year and a half, 2 years, he's I I've mostly liked his movies. I, I like it honestly when Nicolas Cage shows up in the horror movies now. Because I, I, I mean, when I do see a horror movie, and especially if it's something like really weird and off the wall, like Mandy or, or fucking Colorado Space, he's he's made for that shit. He's perfect for those kind of roles. Or Jansen and I did uh, Mom and Dad. Mm-hmm. I need to see that one still. I heard very good things about Mom and Dad. Uh, you, you can skip it. It's fine. Watch the trailer. <laughs> if you, you watch the trailer, you watch the movie. Yeah, we are. Th- Jason had a quote after we watched the movie where he goes, I feel like I just watched the trailer. And now, yeah. and I was kind of like, when it ended, I go, Here's the movie I want to watch. And I feel like it, we just never got it. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like an extended trailer to a setup that, oh, here, go-, and then we never get to follow through with it. There needs to be a sequel. I don't know. Now we're good. <laughs> 
you imagine the chaos of the world after <laughs> parents uh, killed their kids? I want to see what the fuck's going on. Ever heard of a lie? Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being tell you pissed blood? That's a good cage movie. They're in jail. That's, that's all they and have. Chick Man is really good. And you know, somebody else that, that is very underutilized and underrated is Sam Rockwell. I fucking love Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's good shit. He doesn't get enough actor. good parts. He's in a lot of shit movies. That's my favorite movie. actor. Sam Rockwell? Mm-hmm. That's a good choice, man. Moon is a fuck. Guys, if you've never seen Moon, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Go see Moon. That's like one of the most amazing fucking movies. And the I director of that movie? David Bowie's son. There you go. Duncan Jones. Go watch Moon. It's fucking awesome. Duncan Jones. And, and it's actually the best Moon. version of Sam Rockwell you'll ever see because he's the only person in the movie. It's yeah. just Sam Rockwell. So for like don't, two don't hours. Don't spoil anything. Yeah. yeah. Sam Rockwell for two hours and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's a guy that can pull it off. My second favorite actor, Gary Oldman. And Sam really? Rockwell is the new version of Gary Oldman. He is. And I want to see Sam Rockwell utilized in better stuff. And I want to see Nicolas Cage make a comeback. If it, if Horace be it for him. He is now. I don't, he's working it. Yeah, he's getting there. I've I seen think, all his recent movies. I've liked... When I say liked, I mean, oh, that was fun. It wasn't a good movie, but he's fun. That's what I'm looking for. And he's been fun in a lot of his newer ones. Like, he's great in Mandy. He has a lot of fun yeah. in that movie. It's, it doesn't take itself seriously in a way that's satisfying. Unlike yes. this fucking movie. Yeah, and you know what's weird about Mandy is, is, is off the wall as it is, it has setups and payoffs. Like meticulously set things up and then pay them off. It doesn't leave a bunch of things unturned like the one that we watched here from 2018. So Yeah. So I yeah. think we talked about the movie and Cage thoroughly. Any last words, thoughts on the movie or Cage or anything? This movie should be burned. It's on fire already. I don't <laughs> Fuck! And uh guess Phoenix is back to being a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> He's at it. <laughs> He's out of here. I'm going to burn myself now. Oh, no. <laughs> <sighs> don't waste alcohol, dude. Come on. Yeah, man. no, don't do the alcohol abuse. That's no good. That's no good. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. And With I'm just some off. random guests.